The summer is almost over. There have been very few episodes posted. What is going on with the Pro-Life Guys podcast? Here's a bonus episode to bring you up to speed on what's been happening and what you can expect. Hi folks, welcome back to the Pro-Life Guys podcast. My name is Cam and this is a show dedicated to equipping you with the tools that you need to have compassionate and compelling conversations so that together we can change minds, save lives and transform our culture. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you not only for bearing with me if you're a longtime guest, I appreciate you for being here if you're a first-time guest. Um, I am thrilled to be back in the saddle again. Um, and I want to start with something of an apology for how few episodes have been posted over this summer. I know that I've apologized a few times already. I keep thinking that we're getting the, the train back on the tracks, um, but it hasn't happened. And so this is going to be a bit of a feels weird calling it a bonus episode because there haven't been very many regular episodes of late, but I feel like it, it's only fair to you, our audience, um, to give you a bit of an update as to what has been going on over the summer. Why are episodes coming out so seldomly? Why are they not coming out on the, on the regular Tuesdays? What is going on and what can you actually expect going forward? Um, and so a bit of a bit, I'll start with the update for what we've been doing over the summer, as some of you might remember, based on a couple of episodes I've done, not only with Jonathan Van Maren, but also Blaze Elaine. Um, we have been doing the Faces of Abortion Tour, and I'm going to be doing a full recap video and episode on that in the coming weeks. Um, but that has taken an enormous amount of my time. For those of you who are not super familiar with how the Pro-Life Guys podcast works, um, so I, I am the host of the Pro-Life Guys podcast, but I am also the Western Outreach Director for the Canadian Centre for Bioethical Reform, um, CCBR which means that um, I got an awful lot of irons in the fire, unfortunately. And this year in particular, I feel like I was a little bit overambitious with how much I could actually get done, especially considering my um, responsibilities for the podcast. And so um, this has been an absolute wild ride of a summer. It's been incredible. We have accomplished so much because of the incredible team and God's blessing um, on that team. And like I said, I'm going to be going through an entire recap video um, and episode with regards to the tour. But a couple of things that have been tying me up over the summer, just so just to pull back the curtain a little bit on how the sausage gets made um, at CCBR. And so um, we, we run standard internship programs, which are um, either four month beginning at the beginning of May and running until the end of August or two month being um, starting at the beginning of July and running to the end of August. And during those programs, we have in Calgary, where I, I work, um, around a dozen or so university college age students. Not everybody is in post-secondary. We have some people that are working, some people in between, um, but they come from across Canada to Calgary to receive training, to do an, um, a, a huge amount of activism over the summer, um, some traveling, all that kind of stuff. And so I've been scaling back further and further from internships, and so I, I can't blame any of my um, absentee um, nature on the internship. My colleague Alex does an absolutely incredible job there, together with te the team leaders, Maddie and Rochelle. Um, very little involvement in, in a lot of ways, especially with regards to their Calgary involvement there. However, we did launch a new program this year, which we've been calling our return internship. These are people who have already done at least one internship for CCBR. And this year they came back to participate in a, a program that's geared towards logistical development of CCBR's outreach department. And that's a really fancy way of saying, helping us get a lot more data and understand better the outreach that we're doing. 
And what that means is we track the outcomes of every conversation that we have here in Western Canada. We track um, conversations from Choice Chain, the displays that we do on street corners and on university campuses and whatnot, um, holding the signs. We track all of the outcomes from our conversations there. Where did somebody start the conversation? Where did they end the conversation? Why did the conversation end? We track that not only in a general sense, so we have an overarching picture as to the outcomes of our conversations, tracking trends as to um, how are we handling bodily autonomy arguments? How are we handling arguments that pivot around the age of the child and developmental markers? How are we handling conversations around sexual assault and life of the mother and other things like that? What trends are we seeing for volume of conversations coming in of a particular degree? And how are we handling them with regards to the efficacy of our arguments? Um, and so this takes a lot of work to be able to uh, make happen on the back end. And particularly when you're tracking not only thousands of conversations every summer, just here in Western Canada alone, but also when you're aligning them with particular activists, that every single one of our interns, all of our staff, most of our volunteers, particularly all of our regular volunteers, all have a particular profile. And so we've been tracking individually how um, team members are navigating different kinds of conversations, which ones they're thriving with, which ones they may be struggling with to offer more personalized development. And so um, that return internship has been doing a lot of that. They've also been doing a lot of individual workshops with people who have signed up for a one-on-one -on -one workshop, um, providing training rather than in a big group setting and having people either too nervous to ask their questions and not be able to have that um, opportunity to answer, um, ask follow-up questions. We've been um, doing them in a one-on-one -on -one setting. And so all that to say, that program has been taking a tremendous amount of my time. They've been doing incredibly well, but this is so new that we have been troubleshooting an awful lot of stuff as we learn what is reasonable to expect a return intern to be able to accomplish in any given day. Um, they've been capturing a lot of photography of our activists. And so if you follow CCBR or Imago Day or even the Pro-Life Guys podcast on social media, um, a lot of the pictures that you'll see, especially those obviously from Western Canada, have been captured by our return interns. And so there's been a lot of training and development for those team members as well as new staff members. And so I believe that we featured both Jeff and Virginia in passing. Um, and this was a big summer for them as it came to working with churches and community groups. And so I've been tied up um, supporting them and helping them and, and trying to troubleshoot different uh, dilemmas with them um, over the summer, which has been really cool. And then as well, part of my role um, as the Western Average Director has been working with um, our offices in Winnipeg and Vancouver, Kyle Coffey out of Winnipeg, uh, Rachel Keras out of Vancouver, leading those initiatives and working with them with regards to their hiring, programming, helping them with their high school camps and crash courses and travel plans and all that kind of stuff. And so... Um, that has been really, really cool and a phenomenal opportunity. And again, we'll be getting a lot of reports come this fall with regards to the outreach that we've done, because this has been in many ways so far a record setting year with regards to our engagement throughout Western Canada. Um, two other things that I'll mention. One is legal. I, I'm sure that some of you who are plugged into um, the pro-life movement and have been for a while are familiar with the legal challenges that we so often face and, and how they can really empowers to to um, adapt constantly. I feel like there's been a lot of adapting this year as um, the city of Calgary has passed more bylaws of other communities throughout Western Canada have been trying to pass bylaws to, to censor and restrict the messaging of pro-life groups such as our own. Um, 
constantly trying to be creative and adapt to how we can meet Canadians at doorsteps on street corners, get them the message of the reality of what abortion does to the weakest, most vulnerable children in our society, um, together with um, compelling arguments for um, why life should be valued from the moment of fertilization um, through to its natural end. And so it's been really cool um, developing a lot of new strategies to um, continue engaging Canadians across the country in spite of all of the bylaws that have been coming out. And so that has tied up a little bit of our work as well. Um, but as I mentioned, it's been largely the phases of abortion tour, which has dominated so much of our time. It's been such an incredible tour across Canada. Um, out here in Western Canada, we have spent time in smaller communities such as um, such as we, we just got back from the Okanagan and the, the greater area around that. So we spent time not only in Kelowna and Vernon, but also in Salmon Arm and Kamloops doing activism and some training and some um, presentations in that area. We were up in Edson, Alberta, for those of you who might be familiar with um, slightly north of Calgary. It's uh, about a, an hour and a half or so west of Edmonton. So we spent time there. We spent time in Edmonton. We spent a week in Regina. We spent two weeks out on the West Coast, a little bit of time in my native Victoria, as well as the uh, lower mainland as well. And so been lots of traveling this year. We've done more talks than I think um, I've done, at least in, in any year. I think we're getting close to 50 talks already, and we're, we're barely halfway done the year. I know we've got a, at least a dozen more coming down the tube here. So it's been a busy year for speaking and and just... It's been really cool seeing all of the other department members really flourish into their roles and, and work with them on um, different projects, different initiatives. Kwana has been taking on more and more speaking here in Western Canada, so I've had the pleasure of working with her on that um, and other projects of that nature. And so I appreciate you bearing with me and the podcast. Please know that going forward, that part two of this episode is going to be really exciting. There is actually a number of interviews that are coming up and with that, a number of interviews with external um, guests. I know that we have a lot of really great internal guests. I, I always love talking with Jonathan and Blaze and, and so many other of my CSPR colleagues. However, I know that for you in the audience, it can be extra exciting to get people that maybe you're not familiar with, or even people that you are familiar with, that you're curious on their take on current events in the pro-life movement, or how they've navigated different kind of strategic questions and that kind of thing. And so We've got a number of guests coming down the tube here already. We will be back to weekly episodes here through the fall. Um, and, and they'll be coming on again Tuesday mornings going forward. And so I appreciate your patience uh, with me. I am looking to get back into doing a little bit more impromptu stuff on social media as well. Some Instagram lives and Facebook lives, that kind of thing. And Lord willing, come October, maybe even November, we'll get um, a supporter appreciation event going as well. I know that many of you are part of our Patreon community who have been um, enabling this show to continue. I apologize that we haven't um, had a, an awful lot to um, show for all of your support. However, that support has gone into uh, more and more development. You will notice some changes on the Pro-Life Guys website as well. My colleague Jacob has been working on uh, web development and search engine optimization, things like that. You're going to see some subtle differences on YouTube as well for how we are presenting different episodes and that kind of thing. We might even be getting into some YouTube short content, um, which we're really excited about too. The last thing that is only a half announcement, not a full announcement. Um, a lot of you have been asking about whether or not there's ever going to be another co-host. Um, and I'm really excited to say that we are starting that process, that through the fall here, I'm going to be having a few, what I'm going to call um, 
kind of collaborators, uh, regular collaborators, people that are going to come on on the show um, several times and and really speak to a number of different issues as we figure out the best fit for the program going forward. I, I think there's a really cool dynamic that goes into um, having a co-host. Um, and part of the reason why Peter Boss and I worked for so long was that Peter and I get on really well. Um, Peter, I, I don't know if you're listening. I, I hope that it's fair to say that we are very good friends. We've known each other for a really long time. Um, Peter came and stayed at my house for um, a number of weeks back when he first got involved in CSPR, not quite 10 years ago, but a number of years ago, we've been in touch um, on and off for so much of that time in between. We had a very shared vision for what the podcast was going to be. And so it, it really, I, I think that it worked really well for he and I. And I'm really interested to see who really fits the mold of what we're trying to achieve here with the podcast that um, while we all obviously subscribe to the same strategy of um, combining conversations with um, abortion victim photography, um, it'll be really neat to see what makes sense with regards to co-hosts going forward. And so don't be surprised when you see the same guest a few times over the next several months here, because I am really hoping that that can be kind of a feeling out process to see um, amongst a few different candidates who might make the most sense to be a co-host um, regularly. And, and for all I know, it might become that kind of thing just in general, that it, we might move towards a model of several key collaborators that I'm doing a lot of solo episodes, that they're doing a lot of solo episodes, we're doing occasional joint episodes, that kind of thing, so that you can get far more content. I know that's the way that a lot of different growing podcasts have gone, um, sharing the responsibilities to multiple different hosts that aren't always on the same episodes together. And so that may very well be of a model that we end up pursuing as well. Um, all that to say, I, I can't emphasize enough how much I appreciate all of your support, all of your involvement and engagement. Uh, we've had more interns this year again um, who have plugged in through the podcast, who first heard about us through the podcast. Um, it's been really cool. It's happened three times now in the last year that I've been out door knocking and the person's door, um, unbeknownst to me, that, that I've knocked on, I haven't even recognized two out of the three of them, have recognized me by my voice and said, um, uh, or how do I know your voice? Why, why do I recognize the sound of your voice? Um, and it's come out that they've been followers of the podcast that have never met me before, um, one of whom had never had any contact with CSPR before. And so um, that's all a testament to your support for you guys building up the show, all of the reviews, all of the ratings that you give the show, sharing it around, all that kind of thing. And so I can't emphasize enough how much I appreciate that. I uh, appreciate you bearing with me over a slower summer and, and how excited I am to dive into this next season. And so as always, please don't hesitate to reach out, whether through the website, contact me by email at um, email at prolifeguys.com. Um, hit us up on social media with your guest recommendations and suggestions questions, whether or not you would like to be featured yourself, whether on a regular episode or Humans of the Pro-Life Movement, if you have somebody that you think would be a great candidate for either of those programs, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, and without further ado, um, stay tuned. I hope that tomorrow, I believe this will get posted on um, next Monday from time of recording. And so that Monday will be the 28th. Um, look forward to a new episode tomorrow being the 29th, where we talk a little bit about um, our high school camp, which we just ran here in Calgary. Another thing that was tying up a little bit of my time, um, but has some really, really cool outcomes and stories. And so stay tuned for that. And I pray the Lord may bless you abundantly wherever you're at, however many hours are left in your day. Thanks so much. Hey.